Hello, I'm Erin Marcus, founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, and I want to welcome you to Ready Yet? If all you needed was a step-by-step plan of what to do, you could buy a book on how to succeed and you would be all set. But here's the rub. You'll never do what it takes until you become the person it takes to do it. The Ready Yet podcast is dedicated to those who are ready to become the person who succeeds, ready to become the person who steps into more, and ready to become the best version of themselves. In the I'm Ready interview series, join me for inspiring conversations with people who figured out who they needed to be in order to achieve their dreams and were brave enough to be that person. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Ready Yet podcast. Allison and I are back in our offices, and in preparation for 2021, we started to have a conversation about risk. What risks are you willing to take? What are you not willing to take? What's your definition of risk? Because I have a feeling we have a very (laughs) <laughs> different definition. One of my friends, I was putting, I was working on something um, with a coach and we were deciding if we were going to do something or not. And he, he just looked at me and went, wow, you, you like it out here on the thin branches, don't you? <laughs> You're willing to go out there on those thin branches, aren't you? Um, and it just got us talking about risk and what role does it play in your life, in your business? And I was talking about this with my husband the other day, because he just bought a new phone. And I'm talking about hours and hours of him watching YouTube videos on the phone and different reviews. And he will research something until, you know, there's nothing left to research. And, and it's just for a phone. But then when it comes to like moving to Florida on a whim or buying a new house, he and I are like, yep, done. Boom, do it. it. No questions. Done. So what's the difference? (laughs) That's what we were trying to figure out. (laughs) Because I think there's, I think there's research done for fear of making a mistake. And then I also think there's, geeked out research where (laughs) you like the topic so you're doing more research than necessary kind of because you like the topic not because you can't make a decision I mean that could be it but I don't know he he's kind of the when it comes to technology it's more like the trivial decisions he doesn't want to take that risk as much but when it's like yeah let's buy a new house sure then sure. It's, let's take a horse yeah. to Florida and buy it a pony yeah I mean you know in big decisions like that I feel like I've taken some pretty random risks in my life like yeah and it was like not a big deal but yeah little things tend to be like yeah get caught well up I wonder it. if it's Cause you already knew all along what you wanted. I think it's not as much of a risk when you're just finally admitting to yourself what you want. Then it's just doing the thing doing that the you thing. probably should have been doing all along. 
Well, and for you moving, okay, I know you moved away from your best friend, but your husband went with you. I can't remember if you were already married or not, but you went together and you still had your job. Yeah. Well, that was a, that was a big thing is when we moved to Florida, we had only been dating six months and he's a mechanic, so he could not take his job with him. I mean, same employer. So he quit his job and moved with his girlfriend of six months (laughs) across the country. Um, and it all worked out for the best. I think we were here like a week and he had a job, but I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a big that's risk. A big, right. For him, that was absolute big risk. Yeah. But that new iPhone, man, I feel him on the iPhone thing. I, <laughs> it didn't take me long to decide which phone I wanted. It took me a long time to go get the new phone, mostly because I knew how the old phone worked. So that was just easy. The risk of learning a new uh, well, operating the system. Annoyance, <laughs> the annoyance of learning the new, the new phone. And I'm a pretty early adopter for a lot of things, but I don't know. When I don't have my glasses on, I like to already know where the buttons are. <laughs> I don't do things by accident. Uh, that's like the cutest thing you've ever said. <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> it's the truth. Oh my God. Well, like, I, what kind of, what kind of risks do you feel like you take with your business or like, what's the biggest risk you take? The biggest your- risk that I take is I take a lot of big financial risks. I try things that I've never done before. Yeah. You I've do. completely gotten over visibility as an issue that did not used to be the case. Risking putting myself out in front of people. And here's the thing. Interestingly enough, I, it wasn't strangers I was worried about. I can get on stage in front of 500 strangers and give a presentation. That, that to me wasn't a risk that I was fine with. Putting out on social media and standing much stronger in my message of what I'm able to do for my clients in a place where friends and family from high school, friends and family from college, coworkers from my career, in a place where they all saw it, that felt like a much bigger risk to me that I had a much harder time doing that. Yeah. Which is so weird because those people have already proven that they care about me and support me. Those people are already have been supporters. And maybe it's because they know that the failures, there was the, a bit of fear around, well, who does she think she is? She screwed up XYZ back in 97. So what could we <laughs> possibly know? I mean, right? Yeah. But that's really, that was more of a fear for me. And it's so funny because in a risk, the, my new web, my current website, and yes, I need an upgrade, but my current website is much stronger than the one I had previously. It's much more direct. It much more talks about what I'm able to do for people in no uncertain terms. And I was, that felt like a big risk putting that out there. I was really like, oh my God, I'm going to, you know, what are people going to think? And then I got really, really, really busy, like crazy busy. And obviously somebody else created that website. I 
don't know how to do that. What? And yeah, <laughs> I really don't know how to do that. And, um, you know, I wrote it and someone else edited it for me. But somebody else pressed the submit button. Somebody else pressed the launch button. And I was really busy. So I literally forgot that I was scared. I literally forgot. I was too busy. I don't even remember now what was going on at the time. I was too busy. I knew it was out there in the world, but I was so busy that I forgot I was scared. And then all these messages started coming back and these comments about, oh my God, that's so you, that's so great. And it took me another two or three days to even remember that I had been scared. Wow. And I don't know that I've told anybody that before, but it, so I got too busy to remember I was scared. And then the response was so good that it took me two, three more days to remember I had been scared. And then I just get mad at myself because it's like, well, why did I put myself through that? Preaching the choir. Yeah, my, that's, that's me. <laughs> why, why did I do that? Why did I do that to myself? So I'm increasingly willing to take risks, whether they're financial and now with visibility. I'm increasingly willing to talk about the failures because 2018 for me was just I can't say that it's complete failure because I couldn't be doing now what I'm doing now if I didn't do then what I did then. But damn, did nothing go the way I had hoped it was going to go that year. <laughs> that didn't work out at all. <laughs> but if I wouldn't have taken the risks and tried it. Yeah. So the risks that you are willing to take, where do you think like, why do you think you're able to do those? To take kind of a step back. I mean, we had talked previously about just being happy and doing you. And I, I feel like I, I take those risks as I'm like happy about it. And my, you know, my body compass is like, yes, go this direction. Right. And I, I trust my gut. I, you know, I think after learning who I am and how I work I just trust my gut and um it doesn't feel as risky when I'm when I'm going that gut direction that's a great point if you're doing the right thing it doesn't feel as risky it it it's easier to then interpret it as excitement not risk yeah to an outsider it probably looks really freaking risky <laughs> right, exactly but and those are all the same chemicals. You know, I, someone told me that a long time ago, fear and excitement are basically the same chemicals released in your body. You get to choose how you interpret it. Now it's not that easy, but not a fan of haunted houses. Don't like people popping out at me, you know, with where, where I grew up, that was never a good thing. Um, <laughs> but fear and excitement have the same chemicals in them. So it's not always a risk, even though it can look externally like a risk. You might be interpreting it as excitement. The other thing for me, I think one of the reasons I'm willing to try things is because, so I've had a job since I was 13 years old. I've had a job since I was 13 years old. I babysat 
but it was two families and it was four days a week. So at 13 years old, you know, now at an age where you're not even allowed to leave your children home alone by themselves, I was in charge of other people's infants. (laughs) When I think about that, it's just crazy. Horrifying. (laughs) They gave me their children. I was 13. Um, Seriously. But I know I can get a job. I know my brain doesn't run away with me to worst case scenario of homeless, bankrupt, because I've taken care of myself for so long that, and I wonder as the next generations of kids who didn't grow up that way, what is their risk tolerance going to be if they don't have the confidence in the, uh, their ability to handle things. Yeah. I mean, I found with me, confidence just came with age. It does. Doesn't it? Yeah. I hate to be so like cliche about it, but the way though, (laughs) the best thing about, I say the best thing about getting older is how much I don't care anymore. Yep. No doubt. All the things I don't care about anymore. (laughs) So I was going to say aside, so aside from moving to Florida and bringing what is, what was then a only few month boyfriend, because you were still young then, you know, when you're 40 and 50 and you've been dating for six months, you know what you want and what you don't want. But when you're 20 in your twenties, that's not the case. Yeah. In your twenties, it's still a big deal. So aside from that, what's another like big risk that you've taken? I mean, I mentioned our houses. Um, I mean, quitting my job. You quitting know, your yes. We we talked on the other podcast episode about how I quit my corporate job. I had no plans. I did not know <laughs> what I was going to do. But that was a really big friggin' you know. What was it? Thin branch. Uh, thin branch. Take. You were out on. <laughs> well, but talking about what we have, you know, both last week with um, what you've learned in 2020 and now having this conversation about risk, you keep going back to the happiness factor and it doesn't feel like a risk when you're trusting your gut and you had gotten so unhappy that the risk no longer felt like a risk. It felt like a resolution. That's totally true. Yeah. It, it was like a, it was a non-decision decision. Like I had to do it for sure. So how then, cause I absolutely agree with that. I think there's a lot of things we do. Wouldn't it be nice though, if we didn't have to hit the whatever version of rock bottom of emotional toil. So what are some indicators that tell you it's time to take a risk? instead of becoming more miserable? Ooh, I mean, for me, it was bringing my work home. Well, and I worked from home, but bringing my work home with me, you know, after hours and being miserable after hours and having that affect relationships. And, you know, if, if your professional life is bleeding into other aspects of your life and affecting it in a negative way, it's time to time to reevaluate things. Yeah. I think that self-awareness is a really important thing to cult, to cultivate. Yeah. To be able to 
recognize behavior that is not your normal state because you're not a normally unhappy person. It's not your normal state. No. So recognizing this is not my normal happy state. What is creating this? And it's interesting because it'll feel more like a risk if you haven't gotten to the point yet where it's a res, you know, it's a solution. Yeah. But maybe that, yeah, but maybe that risk taking might feel better at the time knowing you're saving yourself. Quitting my job also, huge, huge, huge risk. Again, not because I didn't think I could never get another job, but leaving such solid ground. Leaving the cushiness. Yeah. For something very not cushy. Yes. I mean, leaving total solid ground beneath your feet. Trying you blew to think- my mind when you did that. I remember that. <laughs> Believe me, same. <laughs> it was a long time coming, but same, same. What are the risks you see people avoid taking around you that you think would just change their lives if they did it? It's so much of it comes back to that happiness aspect. I think so many people become complacent with mm-hmm. not being happy that they they think they're being, they think they're happy and they're clearly not. (laughs) Um, And, you know, you just get in that rut uh, and routine and think that this is life and this is how I need to do it. And you don't. I'm phrasing all of that now settling. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very big right now on not settling. I used to call it tolerating. Like, what am I tolerating? And I've now stepped that up to where am I settling? Yeah. And not being willing to continue that. And it is brutal to watch people be miserable. And then I, somewhere along the way, flip the switch to annoyed, like you're doing this to yourself. Yeah. What's the biggest risk you're going to take next year? Well, we talk about being complacent and that's like, I don't, I don't know yet. You, I mean, you know me with my organizing business. I, I'm small and I like to keep it small, but then there's also, I still want to grow. So what's that happy medium between, you know, where I, I am. Think you should get year. another horse. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to pay for it? <laughs> oh my God. You should get a goat. That's what you should get is a goat. <sighs> my neighbor has goats, so I get my goat fixed through the fence over there. Oh my god. They have mini cows too. You do not know you don't know cuteness until you see a mini cow. I got licked, but I got too close to a mini cow once. And you want to talk about a risk? <laughs> <laughs> I leaned down through the fence of the fluffy, fuzzy mini cow to give him scritches on his head. And in a move I never anticipated in a million years, he gave me the full face. It was so gross. It was so gross. <laughs> that was a risk I have not repeated. I have never again, I learned from that one. I have never again put my face right in front of a cute, fluffy farm animal um, ever since that. So I <laughs> that was a risk I didn't realize I was taking, but I learned from it. Non-me-related risks, I would love for 
other people in my life to venture out on their own into the entrepreneurial world. I, I, I want that for them really, really bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's so true. That's like, it's hard sometimes to listen to people complain about their jobs, realizing that most people aren't nuts and going to do this thing on their own. <laughs> that they prefer to have jobs. And some of them have obligations and I get that, you know, if you got kids or, you know, people relying on you, it's, it's a little different. Um, but going back to something, you know, you, I keep saying about how I'm so unemployable. You just want the freedom for other people to yeah. fully express themselves. Yeah. I feel so great in what I do and, you know, waking up in the morning, I'm happy. I'm like raring to take the day on. And when I see someone who's like, oh, I have a case of the Mondays. I feel oh my God, for that them. makes me crazy. I feel for them because like, it yeah. sucks. It oh, sucks absolutely. Like you know, and I think that's when, you know, going back to your concept of happiness, I think that is also something that drives me. I am willing to take a bigger risk when I'm unhappy because it just, it's not, a, it's no longer acceptable for me to be there. And if it requires a risk to get out of it, then that's what it requires. Going back, oh, I heard your dog bark. Going back to last week's episode of how are things different? Like there's more dogs barking now. I don't know what's going on up there, but it is what it is. And evidently I can't stop it. So I think my husband's home. So yeah, the, the, the dogs will not stop barking for a little so bit. This is just where we're at. <laughs> this, is, this is our life. <laughs> this is our life now. I did a, a short video for somebody and I'm like, oh, I hope the cat, I hope the cat's not here. And she's like, why? That's your brand. <laughs> like, yeah, dogs barking, cats in the video is now officially the brand. Absolutely. My biggest risk, I think for 2021, I'm doing a three-day event. That's something people usually wait well into their business to do and I'm doing it sooner than most that doesn't feel like a risk to me it, it is I mean don't get me wrong there's a financial risk there but I want to say that's the biggest risk but I don't think it will be mm. I just don't I mean no I agree I mean obviously I, I know you and I know your business and it feels like the right move it doesn't it doesn't feel like a big risk it feels like work but that's just it. I think one of the things that I've learned about risk is it's not a risk. It's a decision. And then you do what you need to do to make the decision work or not work. So it's not take the risk and sit back. It's make the decision. And to quote Larry Wingett, make the decision and then make the decision right. Do what I you need that. to do so that becomes the right decision. Love it. Well, I can't wait to see what you do in 2021 and the role you play in helping me do what I'm doing. <laughs> and hopefully we'll all get to do at least part of it in person. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I love to be there for your events. And, and at the same time, I don't want everything to go back to the way it was. I won't use new normal because that just sounds weird because I think everything's a constant evolution, but I think we've learned a lot of things this year that will be helpful going forward that we don't have to let go of. Yeah. It's also 
a little easier to take risks from your home. I don't know why for me, there's something about the fact that I'm on stage, quote unquote, from my office, it just feels less risky. You know, when, when all else fails, I have my emotional support cat. (laughs) (laughs) And your pajama pants. And my pajama pants and my fuzzy socks. Right. So it just doesn't feel as risky. Cool. Well, this was fun. I always like talking with you and getting different. It, It makes the wheels turn on all the different ideas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. (laughs) We'll see you soon. Thank you so much for joining me on the Ready Yet podcast. I get so motivated by the amazing accomplishments of the remarkable people I meet, and I'm excited to be able to share some of their stories with you. You can find more episodes of Ready Yet at your favorite source for podcasts or at conqueryourbusiness.com. And if you've already decided that you are ready to become the person you need to be to achieve your big goals, feel free to reach out to find out how I can support you in your efforts. Or check out the Work With Erin page on the Conquer Your Business website. I also invite you to share this podcast with anyone you know who loves to learn and be inspired. And if you're so inclined, I'd be absolutely grateful for any reviews you'd like to share as well. Thanks again for joining me. This has been Erin Marcus, hopefully inspiring and helping you to go conquer your big dreams.